What I'd like us to do now is ask God for some words of knowledge, and my team will show you how we pray for people, even if this is a reminder and you already know. And uh, I'll talk over the top of them um, so that uh, you, can, you can watch and listen at the same time. So words of knowledge. Everyone can do words of knowledge, like everyone can speak in tongues. Um, nobody has to, but everybody can. And so a word of knowledge, we think, this is our interpretation of the expression, um, is God communicating a fragment of information that we couldn't know about somebody else present in the room. And if they have the courage to own it for themselves, then they can come forward and receive prayer. Now, what we're looking for in this particular session is physical things. So if you have the word depression or other things that we cannot see, we're not going to pray for those in this time. We're just looking for physical conditions. And the way that people receive these things, it's like the flutter of a butterfly's wing. It just comes into your mind very quickly. You think to yourself, well, that's not from God. And then you ignore it. And then basically it was from God. And when three other people say the same word as you, you kick yourself and say, <laughs> anyway, so basically the wise thing to do is say, God, please speak to me. And then just say it. So basically, people experience this as a knowing. They kind of know there's a particular condition in the room. Somebody's got a particular condition. Sometimes people feel pain in their body. They Suddenly, their arm starts tingling or something in a way that it wasn't before. So they kind of know it's something to do with an arm. People often don't listen for long enough. So they'll, they'll give um, a word of knowledge. And they're so excited they've got a word of knowledge. They say the word of knowledge. But if they listen for longer, they might get more information. That's how sometimes people will know. For example, there's a woman, an older woman, with an itchy um, left eyelid and you've had conjunctivitis you haven't got it now but you still from time to time perpetually have issues with an itchy left eyelid so I am used to just getting something itchy left eyelid and then thinking about it a bit more and then saying the whole thing so basically um, we say ideally we shout out a lot of these and then we find some people who are the proud owners of about four of those things and they allow themselves to be prayed for and you watch people praying and then i talk about the process of praying for people while they're doing it and then we see what god does with those people and then we pray for everybody else who um we didn't get called to the front afterwards and we all have a go is that okay okay so you can stay seated let's close our eyes and ask god to speak to us and basically, as soon as you receive something, you should shout it out. But we need somebody with 20-20 hearing. That's not me. Is that you, James? So James is, you're going to say it. James is going to repeat it over the microphone. Somebody with a burning sensation in their left ear. Someone with a baker's cyst behind their right knee. I had someone who had uh, paralysis in their right arm due to a, a stroke-like episode, and there's the promise of more of those and them getting worse from the doctor. Psoriasis or very irritable skin condition. Somebody with an issue with the right side of the neck. Stiffness in the right side of the neck. <laughs> Deep vein thrombosis. DVT. 
a lady with throat cancer. Complications in a pregnancy. The tip of a liver needing restoration. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Be bold. If you're wrong, we won't know. A tendon in the left thigh. Blurred vision in the left eye. So cataracts. Somebody who fell off a ladder. Lung problems due to once getting water in the lung. The left-hand side of the chest, you get chest pains. I was... Somebody with a baseball injury. Chronic fatigue syndrome. Inflammation of the chest lining, the chest wall. Earache. Right patella, so a problem with the, your right patella. A hamstring injury. Some problem with the kidneys. A brain tumor. Just off the back of the one with the kidneys, it might be somebody who you had a transplant and it's maybe rejecting. Or well, there's a worry that it's gonna reject. Stiff upper back. Chronic insomnia. I had earlier on a, a paralysis of the right-hand side of the face. Hernia. Curvature of the spine and injury to the right forearm. Middle ear infection on your left side. Balance issues. Shin splints. Verrucas or warts. A really bad game of bingo, isn't it? <laughs> just, just, just as a show of faith, just hands up if any, any of these things have been for you, just to raise people's faith. So you see all the hands. And that's why we do this. That's why we, we call it out. You just never know. So be bold. You can put your hands up. You can put your hands down. Do you, have you got one? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 
No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> Any more? Gout? Left collarbone? Say again. The top two vertebrae of your spine. We had the top of the, the back earlier on. Yeah, so a problem with your hearing, like being underwater. Somebody who developed arthritis five years ago. And you have a relative that was in a wheelchair, or is in a wheelchair. Yeah, so a stiffness in the neck that goes down the left arm, it might be related to the other conditions. Somebody who had uh, quite major surgery, um, I think to do with the heart or the chest, and it's, it's never been quite right. Okay, thank you, James. That was brilliantly done. Um, Okay, now quite a few of you uh, uh, who are proud owners of these things are sitting up in the balconies. Um, can we just do that again? Hand right in the air if that's described you. So we can see. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven up there as well as the ones down here. So that's quite, that's quite a good hit rate, isn't it? Of the ones that were given. Okay, so who had, uh, are there people here who had that thing to do with sniffness in the back going right down? Okay, can you come forward? Um, you, please. Um, anybody else having that? Yeah, would you mind coming? Okay, good. We'll do stiffness in the note, just for the purpose, because it's easy, to, basically it's easy to see. We're not going to pray for a hernia, because we can't see what's happened with the hernia, but we will afterwards. Okay, so, um, could my team come forward? Could you, in pairs, grab one of these poor people? and spread them out along the front of the thing. Now, what you need to do, guys, is turn to face them. It's all a bit artificial, I know. And grab your victim, two each, good. Now, but hang on, hang on, whoa, 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 hang on, wait, 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 we're not ready for that yet. Find your space, and if my team could stand one side, one or the other. Now, what you can't do is block them. Okay, so you need to be able to see the people being prayed for. Now, be, you people being prayed for, just pretend nothing's happening. It's all completely normal. James, you're in the wrong position. Back a bit further. So make sure everyone can see. Now, um, what I'd like you to do, I mean, obviously, this is completely artificial, but I'm going to talk about how we pray for people while they get on with it. Um, but what I'd like you to do is have a chat and find out their name, find out what's wrong with them, and uh, then... Um, Jane, can you move a little bit to the side? And basically, you know, just do the normal human thing, interact with them, find out what the condition is, and then introduce yourselves. Um, but don't start praying yet. Okay, over to you. <clears throat> so, number one rule of praying for somebody is receiving them in a loving way. That is the most important thing. I would like every single one of you to be praying for people in your own church, even if you've never done it before. After today, you are fully authorized. I know. If you're at all concerned, you could read my book, because that will tell you again how to do it. And then please just start doing it. 
if you have this kind of thing going on in your church, can you please feel authorized? If you're going to New Wine, please join the ministry team. The only way of learning how to do this is by doing it. You read a bit, get the basic idea, then you just start. Like that guy who spoke earlier on, oh, prayed for a few friends, prayed for a stranger. Let me tell you, praying for a stranger is a hell of a lot easier than praying for someone you know, a hell of a lot easier. So basically, especially because you don't know anything, so anything that comes into your mind is probably God. Incredible. So when it comes to hearing God's voice, you want to think as a Christian, um, I used to think it probably wasn't God bearing in mind that it might be, and you transition to thinking it probably is God bearing in mind it might not be. That's the better way to err, okay? Err on the side of it's probably God, but it might not be, which is why we don't say it is God, thus saith the Lord. We just say, I believe it may be, right? No, no power is gained by making it more definite or more aggressive. So they're having their little chat, and now would, you, would one of you explain how you'd like to pray? Well, my goodness, such a downer. Um, would you like to come and join over here? Thank you very much. Um, so if one of you could explain to the person in simple terms how you'd like to pray for them. And I'm going to ask you whether you understood it afterwards and whether they managed to bypass most Christian language. So you should be able to pray for Christians and non-Christians like this. So I like to say, get on with it, go. So my, my name is John, and can I tell you how I'd like to pray? Is that okay? This is how I normally pray for people. Um, in a minute, I'm going to ask you to open your hands. It's just a way of saying, I'm open to God. Close your eyes so you're not distracted by anything. And think to yourself, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm going to be standing here looking a bit silly like a penguin with my hands open for a few moments. And then what I'd like you to do is pray about it, this pain. You, are you used to praying out loud? You're not? Don't pray out loud then. Just pray in your head. And when you finish praying, just nod your head so I know you finished. Then I'm going to add my prayers to yours. So I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come because i just like you to know I can't heal you. But I'm very happy to add my prayers to your prayers that Jesus would come and do something. So basically, I'm going to add my prayers, and then we'll see what God does. But all I want you to do is just be at peace and let me pray for you for a while. And once again, I'm going to pray for you for a few minutes. Is that okay? You just need to stand there. And so is that, ask permission, is that all right? If they say yes, then you get on with it. So um, if we could get on with it, that'd be brilliant. So make sure everyone can see that you're not blocking the view. And if you're being prayed for, I'm sorry about the artificial nature of this, but you just want to go for it and be as open as you can. So you'll see that when they pray for people, they keep their eyes open. That is because you see so much of what the Spirit's doing in that way. So for example, um, a couple of years ago at New Wine, uh, something happened which made me look like Jesus. If only that happened more often. So basically, there was a woman praying earnestly with her eyes closed, praying every prayer she knows. I get her out of it, which she doesn't appreciate in any way, and make her sit down next to me. And I say, what do you think this means? So there's somebody doing this. I said to her, what do you think that means? She said, I don't know. I said, well, I think that means worship. So I said, just watch this. I said to the person being prayed for, I see that you're a worshiper, at which point they start exploding and then they start speaking in tongues, which they've never done. The woman looks at me and goes, we'd move on. A few minutes later, she's at it again, praying everything she knows about somebody else. Now this person's running on the spot 
And I, from previous experience, know that tends to mean they're probably an evangelist. So I say to the woman, I get her out again, which she doesn't appreciate even more, and I say to her, what do you think that is? She said, I don't know. I said, well, usually that's to do with evangelism. So I said, watch this. I believe you are called to evangelize, at which point the person goes, yes, 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 and basically explodes backwards. And again, the woman's looking at me going, I'm saying, I'm like Jesus. Now, that's ministry. Praying for people is nice. It's nice to pray for people. It's good. But this is ministering to people. That's different. We are ministering the power of God to people, in which case we are asking God to speak to us about them, but we're also ministering to what we can see happening. One of John Wimber's fundamental rules was, if you bless what God is doing, he usually does more, because faith begets faith. So the only power of an accurate word of knowledge of praying about something that's actually going on in someone's life is it helps their faith. And when their faith is helped, they'll often experience more. So when people are being touched by God, they're, they're quite likely to be touched by God again. Where, where is that woman? I think you're just there. Would, would you mind standing for a moment? I should have done this before. And um, could you just put your hand on your stomach? Sit and just close your eyes. What's your name? Sandra, okay. Let's just watch Sandra for a minute. Holy Spirit, I pray for your heat to increase upon her now. And Lord, I lament that gap that's existed, that blockage that's existed for all these years. Thank you, Lord God, that there's so much in this woman to give, so much power, Lord. And I ask you would increase your power right through her now, that your fire would come, that this would, this would be a day of complete change. And that all the gifts of your spirit, all the gifts of hospitality, kindness, gentleness, love, faithfulness would be released in her and great joy, Spirit of God, fall upon her. I bless what you're doing. I bless what you're doing, Lord. I pray you would burn away any remaining thing that's a blockage. And I thank you for the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you that you cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You just keep going, keep going. There's more to receive. Okay, a couple of people nearby. Can you, could you bless her? Just keep your eyes open and bless what God is doing. Because you can see the spirit resting upon her, right? Can you see her face? It's quite away somewhere else. There's a, can you see the deep breathing? It's not difficult to spot. I should have done this before. Bless what you're doing, Lord. We bless what you're doing. We bless her. We want her fully restored. I say to you, you're not somehow set apart and not included in things. You're right in at the center. That's what you were always meant to be. And I lament the robbery that's gone on and the lies that have been believed. And I pray, Lord, for a complete freedom, a complete reinstatement. May her ears tingle with your word, Lord, and your voice coming to her. I pray for dreams and visions, Lord. So I'm just, I'm just saying what comes into my mind, right? And that, that is ministry. It's, it's spotting the signs of what's going on, like in you. Why don't we pray for you? You stand. Why don't you stand here? Now, it's interesting to me, because it's the same last night as well. If you close your eyes, just close your eyes and receive. It's interesting to me, because you were moved last night as well. And it, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to be that excited by the presence of the Spirit and by the power of God. It's a beautiful thing to be really, really moved by the things that move God and for your inner being to resonate with it. Thank you, Lord, that you release grief. You release the years of grief, Lord. You release heaviness of spirit. 
I pray that power would come upon you now. Power of the Spirit flow through you. Can you bless her? Just put a hand on her and bless what God is doing. A couple of women would be good. That's good. Don't get her out of it. Don't cuddle her. Don't hug her. Just bless what God is doing. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open and look at what's happening. Speak about what's happening. So basically, ask the Spirit to come and then get out of the way. To speak to the English, in your mind, make some tea. How long does it take for a flipping kettle to boil? Longer than you want, right? In your mind, ask the Spirit to come and go away. Just go away. Just, you know, stand there, obviously, because it'd be rude. But basically, have nothing to do with them. You know, let the Spirit come. Dial yourself right down. There's no pressure on you. We're asking God, the Spirit, to do something. All we can do is help people feel comfortable and open. That's it. That's our job, comfortable and open. We're like midwives. We're cheering on God, but the process is going to happen anyway. Midwife? Midwife? Just checking. Um, basically, um, it, all we're doing is just, is just um, helping people to feel that they could be open, that they're not going to die. And then we're letting God do the work. And so basically we pray for God to do his work. We bless what God is doing. And that's why we're saying simple prayers like, thank you for your presence. Bless what you're doing. More power. Should we try those together? Thank you, Jesus. Bless what you're doing. More power. How complex is that? I, I don't think you need words of knowledge. I think that'll do. So basically, you do that for quite a long time. Thank you, Lord. You're like, a, you're like a cheerleading team. Thank you, Lord, that you're here. Thank you, Jesus, you're here. Whatever you're doing, which I can't even see, thank you that you're doing it. And if you can see things shaking or crying or doing whatever they're doing, just bless it. In Greek, to speak well of is the meaning of bless. So you're speaking well of what God is doing. That's all. And you keep going and going, and you think to yourself, I'm going to take even more time. I'm relaxed. I, there's no pressure on me. I have nothing to prove. I'm simply asking God to come in his power and we'll see what he does because I can't heal anyone I can't release anyone I can't free anyone but I can ask Jesus to come and help and so I'm adding my prayers to this person who's in need so they are in need my job is sensitivity love kindness compassion integrity that's my job no pushing over no rubbing no hugging they do not need your comfort they need the comfort of the holy spirit afterwards they need your comfort right if there's a whole thing of snot going from one side to the other that does not matter if they're crying like they've never cried in their life if they're rolling along the floor that doesn't matter you just want to practice saying that's completely normal that is completely normal. Everything is normal. Believe me, it is. All these things have happened before many, many times. But your job is calm. Sim you know, I am there. I am in charge. You're all right. You're safe. But this is God doing whatever he's doing. Does that make sense? Well, so the less of you, the better. So they, you help them. You set them up to open themselves. They open themselves, which means they're going to encounter what's in themselves. Your job is to help them with what's coming up. And so you were blessing what God is doing. You're blessing what you see happening with your eyes and what you discern. I would say the time for talking about words of knowledge and prophecies is at the end, afterwards, when they come out of it. Unless, unless you, can, you feel like I'm saying this because I can see it happening, in which case it encourages them, if that makes sense. 
Does that make sense to you? So very, very simple. I'm introducing myself, I'm helping you to open yourself in a simple physical way that mirrors what we're trying to do psychologically and spiritually. And then I'm asking the spirit to come out loud, I don't need to shout, I don't need to proclaim things, I don't need to be super spiritual, etc., etc. I just pray and then I wait for a long time and I, I let them marinate in the stew that the Holy Spirit is creating. <clears throat> and then I just watch it happen. That's all I do and I cheer it on if things look like they're going well, great. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blah, 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 blah. And then I, after a while, I ask them what's happening. So that's the next phase. So have a chat with them now. What's happening? And so you, you just ask them. So we know what we're praying for here. Various sorts of pain in the back. And... So you have a chat, <clears throat> and this is kind of the moment of truth, and this is when some of us can feel, oh, no, 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 nothing has happened. But the thing is, often nothing's happened. No, it has, it's not, they're not healed. And that's quite painful. It's disappointing. But we can't do anything, right? You, you don't want to heal them, do you? It's not like you want to be healed by John. They want to be healed by Jesus, so they either have been or they haven't been. There's nothing about, oh, have you got an unconfessed sin? Or, I mean, everybody's got unconfessed sin, right? Everybody here, especially you. No, everybody's got unconfessed sin, right? Nobody has any idea how much of a screw-up they are. The longer you go on, the more you realize you've actually got quite a lot of unresolved things and you thought you were quite normal. And then um, you don't want to say, do you lack faith? Everybody lacks faith. The fact that they've actually come forward for prayer probably means they've got a bit of faith. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother, would they? You know, and you've got a bit of faith. So we're not trying to establish a standard for them that might explain why something hasn't happened. You just go, um, I would, if somebody says to me, nothing has really happened or it's not changed, I would always offer to pray again. Always. And have another go, see what happens. Because sometimes people are just not very open. It takes them a while to open themselves. It's not easy. Would you like to just open yourself? It's not something the English do, really, is it? Believe me, though, we're not as bad as the Scandinavians. I mean, it's all to do with sunshine, in my theory. I've, I've prayed for people all across Scandinavia. It's a nightmare. And the more sunshine there isn't, the more closed off they are. It gets a bit better in Germany. It's not great. And then, basically, they come out, the Germans think we're really free. I'm not joking. Then there's the Americans. That's freedom. I've, I've got a German friend who says if he wants to feel better about himself, he comes to England. If he wants to feel really good about himself, he goes to the States, and that is correct. Okay, so you ask them how it's going, and then we'll just get a little report, and insofar as it's not personal, I'll report it to you. Um, yeah, I've had this pain in my back and down my arm for a few days. I had a feeling that there was something about this weekend anyway. Um, and we've just been praying about tension and also about frustration in me and pain and how I can let go of it and give it to Jesus and it's okay. And I think it's all related, so yeah. it was cool. Yeah, and does it feel better? It feels better, yeah. Good. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. Completely better or just better? 
Better. Okay, good. So can you pray again? So that's very typical. Something's changed. Something, it's connected to something emotional, also very common. So what we're doing is in order to unlock the physical consequence, we're praying into the thing. So this lady has got pain from the top of her neck right the way down her leg, as, as per one of the words of knowledge. And that knee pain is gone, leg pain is gone, um, tension in her neck is gone. But it's good to keep praying. She had a slipped disc when she was younger. And so it's good just to keep praying for that. Can you pray for a bit longer? couple of weeks I've had um, a stiff upper upper back and pain in my scapula and it's been going right the way down my arm and today it went right to my finger this morning where I've had uh, pins and needles in my finger um, and after prayer it's not completely gone but it's a lot better yeah, yeah good. good totally normal again so you just want to have another go what you want to do is just put that down just put that down don't worry just don't worry if you open your hands again what's your name Rebecca. So it can be good to speak to the condition. So ask the Spirit to come and then speak to the condition at some point in the name of Jesus. Speak to it and keep on praying. You can see her back moving. had a long-term neck condition and um, I felt that some of that pain was going and I was being stretched kind of mm, from the top yeah, yeah. and my spine was kind of straightening out. Wow, amazing, amazing. Mm. And do you feel better now? I feel better, yeah. Good. That's fantastic. Thank you. How's your Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I've had a, a lot of sort of pain over the years um, in my neck and left shoulder, just sort of coming and going, um, but uh, partly maybe because of a dog that I had that used to pull, um, but uh, that may not be that. Um, but I also Dogs are like Satan. <laughs> I also get migraines that come, that start in my neck and sort of go over the top of my head. So um, the guys have prayed for that, and I just felt a sense of lightness and real sort of joy um, and yeah they've been praying for all sorts of things so yeah. great yeah Good. lovely thank you thank you brilliant so that would be that would be pretty standard some people significantly better some people almost better some people not better some people reasonably unaffected that's the norm so what I would like now is um, for uh, Everybody else who had something that was identified, if you'd like to make your way down, we would love to pray for you. So if you had one of those words of knowledge, love to pray. Now, if you've just been prayed for, hang on. Look at that woman in her star pullover. Come back. You haven't finished. So, so basically, if you've just been prayed for, I'd like you to be involved in praying for people. So can we use all the space? 
There are people coming down from the balconies. This may take some time. Make sure we use all the space. And would you mind just keeping your hand in the air until you've got a couple of people with you? That's great. Um, don't bunch. I know we're English and we like to be part of a small island. But basically, actually, we can use the aisles as well because they've also got carpeting, which is the Lord's great provision. Keep your hands in the air. Now, um, uh, who's never prayed for anyone before? <laughs> Anybody never pray for anyone? Oh, you experts. Good. Um, then uh, please can we start with the people at the front? Two people per person, if that's okay. Just go and find someone. And when somebody finds you, put your hand down. And go. Okay, so we need four people from over here. So, band, can you just go and pray for those people over there? Yeah, two's good. So when you've got people, put your hand down. Two guys here. Uh, one, we need a lady. Oh, yes, you. Um, lady in the gray pullover, yes, you. Could you come and pray here? Fantastic. Um, and your punishment for laughing is you can be involved in these people here in the aisle. Yes, you, um, laugher. Come on. Get up, move around. You need to pray for people. Don't start praying yet. We've got, we've got some people here at the front that need... Ladies, ladies, yes, you. Come on. We need a few people up here. Four people needed over. Look at you sitting at the back. Why don't you come and pray for some people? You'll be fine. Nobody will die. Come on. Come on. Let's be the church. There's some people here that need another person with them. Come on, you'll be great. Lady in red, just over here. Just over there, look. This guy here, two people there, two men, be good. Okay, now, don't start praying yet, sorry. Oh, look, 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 flip me. They're all over here. What are you doing sitting down? I see what you're doing in the balconies. That's clever. Okay, if you're especially confident, you might need to sack off one of your people and just, you know, become a one. There's this lady here. She's got a hand in the air for about seven months. And there's people over there conveniently by the burial areas. Honestly. Would you pray for this lady here? Would you mind? Great. Okay. So the process is... Step one, find out the name. What is the name? What is your name? Introduce yourself. Think to yourself, I want to be a human being to a human being. People over there, that's great. Thank you. Two people over there. Oh, blimey. Lady there, hand in the air. Look. There's two of you women there. I'll tell you what, Zoe, could you pray for the woman behind you? Great. Thank you. So what's your name? What's the condition? How long have you had it? Don't start praying for them yet. There's one, there's a woman there just behind. Be a human being to a human being. I'm so-and-so. Don't start praying for them, please. Can you turn me up? 
Hey, can you turn me up? Don't start praying for them. Just want you to introduce yourself and practice being a normal human. Okay, when you've done that, one of you, shh, shh, one of you, I'd like you to explain, using as few Christian words as possible, how you want to pray for them and ask their permission. Imagine they've never been prayed for before. Great. And so now, encourage them to open their, <coughs> open their hands and close their eyes. And encourage them to actually be still. Now listen, if you're being prayed for, listen to me. Shh. If you're being prayed for, this is not the time to start madly praying. This is when you don't speak in tongues, this is when you don't go, mm, yeah, mm, mm, Just be still. Try to be still. You're now receiving. When you're praying, you're giving out. So if you're being prayed for, your job is to, to be as still as you can. And you close your eyes and you think to yourself, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm going to try and open myself. Jesus says, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So we're going to ask for the Spirit to come. So you ask, and these people are going to add their prayers to your prayers. That's it. And then when you've asked the Spirit to come, in your mind, you're going to go off and make a cup of tea, and you're going to give them some space to open themselves. You're going to look at them. You're going to ask God what you can see. But basically, you're going to leave them just stewing in God's presence for a bit. Don't leap in. Just do that. And then after a while, just bless them in Jesus' name. Bless what God is doing. Bless the presence of the Spirit. That's all you need to do. Thank you that you're here, that kind of thing. Okay, go. <coughs> Keep your eyes open. Honestly, eyes open. Eyes open. Mm, eyes open. Now, sometimes the spirit just comes straight away, like on that lady there. Bless what you're doing. Sometimes there is shouting or screaming, completely normal. Don't worry. Do not worry. People need to be released from a lot of pain. Sometimes it comes out like that. Sometimes it's messy. Do not worry. Remember, guys, if you're praying for them, look at them. Look at them. What can you see? If people are crying, I recommend reassurance. It's all right to cry. Got to be able to cry. Don't worry. It's okay. This is a safe place. Don't be afraid. People need to mourn things, and the way we do that is by crying. 
quite often, so it's okay to cry. But they need reassurance. The comfort you're giving is the comfort of the Spirit, though it's not yours. This is why we don't hug them, rub them, or anything else. It's the Spirit who's comforting them at this point. Now, as you're looking at your person, what can you see? Sometimes you can't really see anything, to be honest. They're just standing there. Sometimes you can see they feel awkward, or they're not very open, or they're doing their best, but nothing, you can't see anything. You can't always see things. Sometimes you can see a lot. If you can see a lot, you, you bless what you can see happening. So the Holy Spirit is touching lots of people, and sometimes that's really obvious. You're very open. You're very open to God. Lord, I ask for more power. I pray for the power to heal the sick, Lord. May your power be here. May we hear incredible stories of what you've done, Lord. Bless your work, Lord. I bless your work. I pray against arthritis, Lord, that's related to grief and it's related to guilt. I pray against the carrying of weights. I think some people's conditions here are because they have effectively internalized all kinds of responsibilities and weights that they should never have carried. It's not for you to carry things that only God can carry. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, says the Lord, and I will give you rest. Whereas what we are socialized into doing is taking responsibility ourselves, carrying very impossible things, and it affects our health. Remember, the Lord is able to take the years the locusts have eaten. He gives beauty for ashes a garland of praise instead of mourning. So where your person is clearly experiencing something, be full of joy, rejoice, praise out loud, praise the presence of God, praise what God is doing. We don't even need to know what it is. Praise what God is doing, and then after a while, you can ask, ask them what's going on. But you don't need to know. You just need to be rejoicing with what God is doing. Bless his work, bless his power and his presence. 